I'm Amanda Rosani with Digital CXO. I'm excited to be here today with David Greenberg. He is the CMO of Conversica. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thrilled to be here. Good. So glad to have you here. Can you tell me a little bit about Conversica? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Conversica provides AI-powered revenue digital assistance that helps sales, marketing, and customer success teams better engage and deliver a better experience to their prospects and customers at a high level. That's what we do. Um, uh, it's very sophisticated. We go through lots of different channels, email, chat, which I know we're going to be talking about today, SMS. And the idea is um, this revenue digital assistant partners with the company to um, help deliver that those great exceptional experiences. And it's all powered by generative AI. And I'm sure you've heard a lot about that in the world of chat GPT right now. Sure have, yes. Um, so you recently released a survey about traditional chatbots on websites used by companies. Can you share a little bit about this survey? Who were you surveying um, and just a little bit of stats? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we did we started this survey towards the end of 2022 and it came out um, sort of in the beginning of 2023, just a couple months ago. Um, what we did is we surveyed around 500 B2B decision makers across various industries. And uh, we took a survey using a third party to get some input on sort of their take on how they use chatbots, their experience with chatbots, and where their expectations are these days. Interesting. I know that the online customer experience is more important than ever these days. Um, so I want to go into what is the significance of chatbots um, in the B2B, especially in the B2B arena, and um, what does it mean, the observations from your survey, what does it mean for vendors? Yeah, no, no, great question. I mean, I think to answer this, just like stepping back, you, I think we have to all understand that over the last, you know, five to 10 years, there's been a just major shift on buying patterns. And um, and there's many facets of this. Um, not only do customers uh, expect a, a stellar experience. In fact, there's data out that a couple of years ago that experience trumps product in terms of importance of decision making on what brands they move forward with. But you talked about the whole digital transformation. It's also they're really in control of the buying cycle. Um, they can access information, go to their peers to find it, read reviews. Um, and they decide when they want to engage um, with people or sales, especially in a B2B, probably a little bit different in a B2C environment. So um, uh, when you think about that, companies and where chatbots sort of um, have, have made a difference, especially in the marketing world, it's been around delivering that immediacy and that experience to someone who's out there doing educational information, trying to get something done. And they don't necessarily want to talk to a salesperson quite yet. So I think if you step really step back and look at why things and other technologies like this are coming out, it's really to just serve the the really two important things, right? That customer experience is sort of the most important thing right now and delivering that differentiates you. And part two is the immediacy, meaning that if they don't move you, they're going to move to someone else. It's, it's it got, become very transactional. So 
with all of that, um, chatbots came in. And by the way, chatbots, just kind of not to give too much of a history lesson here, were born or a little bit more in the support world around how do you offset costs? And somebody who's looking to figure out a problem, how do we, and there's repeatable answers, how does that get provided? And that got transferred over more or less into the marketing side on, on websites. And so, um, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the survey we're talking about is we, t- we talk a lot about first generation chatbots versus the new generation of chatbots. The first ones were really born out of that support use case, right? Trying to offset costs, trying to have different having and workflows. And so that's what we went after those hundreds of B2B buyers are out to see what their take is and what their experience had been. So to that regard, um, and you just shared a lot of the benefits of chatbots, but on the other hand, what are some of the issues that arise when using chatbots? Yeah, yeah. No, there's um, obviously like everything, there's there's pluses or minuses that you have to be considering the whole time. I mean, clearly the benefit of using it is you're meeting the buyer's expectations, right? Um, you're meeting them where they're coming in today's, I think they're expected to be there for the most part. Um, where you can go quickly and get information about the product or services that they're looking at or ask for customer examples or collateral or whatever it ends up being. So clearly, there's a huge benefit of meeting the expectations there. Um, there's also, an, also obviously an opportunity of delivering to sort of a memorable experience to someone that wows them and makes your brand stick in their mind. And I think that's the one thing that really showed up in our survey was um, on the data side was Six, first of all, 60% of B2B buyers use chatbots in their buying cycle. So that's a really important note. It's not 5%, it's not 10%, it's 60%. So a very large number. Um, and uh, uh, many of them we found abandoned on the first time because their experience is so poor. And so poor that 11% of them actually go to a different vendor because they have been uh, disappointed with the experience and want to go to someone else where they feel like is more of a match for them. So when you think about the benefit of that, it's like this: there's this amazing opportunity to meet them and wow them, and also to get to know them, to deliver like an amazing personalized experience, because that's what they're looking for. They want you to know them. I think that's really important. Um, There's obviously the benefit of scale and efficiency too, right? Where you don't have to hire people to deliver that experience. Um, I will say first generation chatbots are clearly not designed for that. Um, a lot about where my time and certainly Conversica's time is being spent is around this next generation with generative AI and um, uh, these these sort of powerfully human experiences. Um, so, you know, if done right, you obviously can also connect that first touch with other digital experiences. I think that's a really important point. Chatbot shouldn't be thought of as a silo. And I think the old paradigm thinks of it that way. They go in. They fill out a couple of questions, they're gone. That's never fed into the long life cycle, okay? So um, clearly there's there's a lot of benefits to it. And um, But the other issues obviously are um, with the traditional chatbots, they actually are designed that if the workflow, the one or three answers isn't there, it goes to a human. So there's like an operator that has to be assigned to this or people have to be assigned different hours. So, you know, one of the issues, if you take the older approach, there's like a people um, piece to it that has to be considered and managed because the last thing you want is showing up there and there's like, nobody's here, which does happen by the way. Um, I think the other thing that's just sort of the issue is those workflows, like customers expect you to know them and expect to have a really great exchange. And uh, the data shows, particularly with our survey shows that, 
this idea that they give you three options. I want a demo. I want a video. I want um, to visit the website or whatever it ends up being. It's just really insufficient and not meeting meeting where people are. So you actually go to a negative where it's a bad impression and they move on to other people. So you talked about old chatbots versus new chatbots and um, the problems that, that are encountered, like somebody's not there or um, they're not getting the help they expected. So you brought up new technology. How can businesses use new technology to improve the chatbot experience? Um, and um, what do you see for the future? of chatbots using AI and things like that? Yeah, no, no, great question. I mean, clearly this massive movement we're seeing around generative AI, this idea that without having to program three paths, people can have exchanges with AI that understand the context, understand uh, uh, the, the and can provide that value back. Like the explosion of chat GPT is amazing. Like I recently did a, a uh, I was speaking actually on this subject and you know, ChatGPT has surpassed TikTok in terms of search, and it's on a track in a month or two to beat COVID in terms of search volume. I mean, just think about that. And you got to ask yourself why. And I think it's because there's this powerfully human exchange now that's really happening with ChatGPT. And I think that technology, by the way, is not limited to that. It can be used in many other models. And so these language models... Um, and when you're talking about the new technology, these new language models that have really become accessible and powerful are absolutely where the market's going to be going so that there's an unscripted experience. Um, but you also have to be careful as, you know, I'm a brand ambassador of Conversica and you want that you, this, uh, you got to make sure that it's saying the right things too. So I would also offer that these new technologies, it's not just like you plug them in, they're good to go. You need to make sure that you have the right combination of technologies so that it becomes like your best brand ambassador, knows every single thing about your product. So any question that comes in, that's very different than the old approach of the scripted workflow. So now the, the, the paradigm is these are actually AI assistants having the conversation who know you, will remember you, and can even follow up in other channels. So really moving away from this siloed pick-a-path approach and more into this um, you are meeting an entity that can have a conversation with you any direction you want. And it doesn't have to stop there. The experience and the personalized experience can continue email afterwards. Assistance, for example, like, can I email this to you? It will email to you right on time. There's not like a lead that goes into an SDR team that has to fill it out and do it and takes days. This is all immediate and, you know, frankly, never misses either on top of it all. Do you think this is, um, just because this is opening so many doors, do you think there's going to be um, either a new skill set that people need to train on, or is it going to open up some new jobs as far as harnessing these tools? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like any um, sort of major category of new technology comes in, there, of course, are going to be people. Um, and again, I, I think of this as business people, right? Marketers, salespeople, customer success leaders using this. It's got to be business friendly. So I just want to carve out one. Um, I There is zero expectation that we will have to, ha that businesses will have to have a generative AI expert in their company, right? It's more around how do they now deliver this new experience into their existing business processes? 
So I think it's going to be a combination, frankly, on that. I do think the whole conversational AI or conversation automation space is going to develop specific skill sets around that because it is kind of like automation 2.0 coming into a business. But I also think it's the natural evolution of digital marketers that they're going to begin doing this. Like social is not thought of as a silo right now, right? People think of running their campaigns with social aspects, et cetera. I think the same thing is going to be happen here. It's going to be a new a new way of which a, an experience can be delivered. And I think it'll be used in campaigns and in funnel processes appropriately. And I have another question. Are chatbots just something that's generally expected by customers now? Um, is it something that all businesses should be using or is chatbot uh, maybe not a good solution for some businesses and how do they look at that? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I would say generally, I think there is an expectation that as a buyer, you're going to be able to go in and experience the brand and get information quickly without having to talk to people. So often that is delivered through chatbots. And I think there is a pretty high expectation. I mean, if you look at the data of our survey, that shows you 60% of the people use it actively. And I, I didn't mention this earlier. It's also, they don't just use it on the first touch. They use it through, you know, if you think about a sales cycle as five steps, they use it almost evenly through those five steps. So it's a go-to when they need to find the next step of the process. And again, as we talked about in the beginning, this is where they don't have like this, the brand's not to control the buying process here, right? So I, I do think there's expected. I, I'm sure there are some exceptions on very complicated solution or technologies or um, very, very high value type items where like chatbots might make sense. You know, if you're selling Boeing 747s, you know, having a chatbot on your site might not be the right mix. But I think for the vast majority of the bell curve, I think it's expected. And I think buyers are going to expect you to step up too. Even if it's serving, even in those high-end businesses, I think even serving as kind of a liaison, oh, you need some help connecting them to the person that would be able to help them. Um, it just makes sense. That's So another Absolutely. question, yes. uh, I know we're always trying to figure out how to best harness all the data that's out there. And I would think that the activity with chatbots and consumers, there's a lot of data that could be harnessed. So how? what are your thoughts on that? And then how would businesses harness the data from the chatbot interactions? Yeah, no, great, uh, great question. And I totally agree. Um, and I think it's something that's generally in the market been underutilized, but also been underutilized because the approach is so pick one of three paths. So I think there's there's going to be a couple really interesting data points that come out. One of them is definitely going to be about purpose and intent, because these generative AMI models and you know a company like Converska, we certainly use this. Um, our AI is trying to understand what your the purpose of why you're coming in, so that it has context and can best deliver the exper expected experience. So that intent is really valuable information. So you understand what's what are they coming into your front door for. And where are they along? Because that's what you can ultimately deliver and do. You know, like I said, uh, uh, ch chatbots are are a place you go and get information really quick, but you still have a longer term ex uh, relationship with the brand. And so it's really important to keep in that so you can use that data from the chatbots in your other marketing and sales activities and deliver that personalized contextual experience we were talking about at the beginning. It always comes back to that. There's no doubt about it. So I think that's really interesting. Um, 
Uh, the other part is, um, especially in this next generation, is you can capture an amazing amount of conversational personalized data, right? You can understand everything from what sports team they like, frankly, to, uh, you know, to the basic stuff we always talk about their name. And so, um, one of the things that's definitely going to happen is how do you capture that and then deliver those learns post chatbot, right? And so the big theme here around continuing and learning from that and delivering that continuous personalized journey. And so, yeah, it might just in the beginning, it might just be your name. And then over time, you learn what pain point you have. And then over time, you learn what industry you're in. And all of that needs to go back into the center so that it is understanding you better and marketing, I and mean, particularly in marketing, uh, where, where I spend a lot of my time, you can deliver and use the power of all that segmentation. So it clearly helps on that on that front too. Um, and the other thing I just didn't want to bypass either is, um, I think it's expected that it gets tracked on impact on funnel too. I don't want to overshoot that. Of course, there's new types of data coming in, the intent, and the hyper personalized data points that you can capture along the way and use either then or later on. But I would say the other data point is around the impact on the funnel that I think a lot of companies um, uh, really only think about as a lead capture device. Yes. Yeah, so you can see from the data, it's not lead capture. In fact, the majority is post initial engagement. Yes, that's true. So yeah, it, a lot of um, the data is being lost right now that could really be beneficial. Um, so last question, sure. uh, look, looking toward the future with all this technology and the AI, um, what do you see as the future of um, B2B business and also of Conversica? Yeah, well, I, I think the one thing um, that always stands out for me on this is um, uh, we're all about delivering a holistic customer journey that blows buyers' minds. That's what we want to do. Like um, this powerfully human and uptick in chat GPT as an example and an indicator of the appetite for that level of engagement is is very clear. So um, I think that's probably the biggest thing is not in really moving beyond the, the the fact that just chatbots like this one-stop shop and it's part of the customer journey and thinking about it that way. And then the second part is that paradigm I was talking about. Stop thinking of chatbot as a thing. Think of it as um, a digital, like we call them revenue digital assistants behind the scenes that are AI powered that can hop onto chat and have that where you want to have the conversation. If you say, Hey, can we switch this to SMS? Absolutely can do that. You want an email? Sure, send me your email. And the entire exchange is very fluid. I think that's where we really see the future going. And it's not that customer journey or personalization is anything new. Marketers have been trying to solve this for a really, really long time. Um, but this new technology and conversational AI platforms are really allow allowing people to stitch all that together at scale in a way they haven't been able to do before. Yes, I think it's it's certainly helping businesses get closer to that. Absolutely. Yes, right, right. And that's that's where everything's pointed right now. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show today and giving your insights. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. Thank you.